0: Welcome back to the Glint Standard. Today, we're going to be talking about valuable content, not just content, how to make that content valuable.
1: Welcome to the Glint Standard, the only podcast with millennial and old school thoughts on branding, advertising, and business development. So content,
0: mm-hmm. content is king. You hear it all the time, right? It's a, it's an old saying. Some people get tired of hearing it, but it's uh, it's extremely important. And I think as we evolve year after year mm. with uh, marketing, it's uh, content is a very big piece of that. How do you how do you make it valuable? Because it can't just be let's just put a bunch of stuff out and hope mm. it sticks. You know, you really have to think through that. So Talk, talk to me a little bit about what, what you feel like valuable content is.
1: Yeah, uh, I mean, in today's day and age, there's a ton of valuable content right. that a company can produce, right? Um, and it really just depends on, as an advertising, marketing firm, right? Um, branding agencies, all of us, we, we really have, um, I would say, one of the biggest hurdles to overcome, um, okay. then compared to most industries, because they're expecting valuable content out of us right if you're a plumber or an electrician um, you could just put together a YouTube series and that's it you're done right but is that valuable content it, it is as long as you're doing like a here's a how-to like how do you change a, a you know switch on your wall right mm-hmm. or how do you change the the plumbing underneath your sink or even not even a how-to like some of it's just explaining what is the plumbing underneath okay. the sink like why is there a bend in the in the Pipes, right? Like all those things.
0: So, what, 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 is, give me, give us some ideas. What are the top ways to mm. create valuable content? What is valuable content? Is it, is it video? Is it blog? I mean, mm. what, what are some things you, we've talked about forums before as being content. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So talk, talk to me a little bit about forums of content.
1: Yeah, I would say um, that's changing a lot, right? Um, what's valued in people's minds um, is definitely changing, right? Um, mm-hmm. Tons of companies have a blog now, right? What we're finding is that most of the time it's, it's not information that's really all that that relevant or extremely exciting or anything like that. It doesn't have a lot of value to the end user. So, so let, let me ask you this, we'll take blog as an example. So a lot of times when you're doing blog and you're
0: creating content, mm-hmm. it's not meant to have value, it's to help push your SEO forward.
1: Right. Is that What's the difference there? Right, so it goes back to, I would say, what do you value? right? Is it, uh, okay. is it an SEO play like most blogs are nowadays, right? Um, then then yeah, it has value but you have to see the value in your Google search console, right? And see that you're increasing in rankings. Okay, now we've validated that that is working, right? Um, mm-hmm. And it's doing what we intended it to do. So instead of always assuming the value has to be to your, your audience, mm-hmm. it's not
0: necessarily to your audience mm-hmm. or your client or your prospect, you know, whatever that is. Sometimes it's about making your company have more awareness, that could be the value of it, right. and really defining what that value is. Yeah,
1: yeah, and I, I, I would say most people, when you talk about value, they're gonna assume it is that um, perspective client or customer um, that they see value in it, and so they're more likely to purchase or become a partner or whatever, right? Um, and I would say the most powerful content for that is the most difficult to get, and that's user-generated content. Right. Yeah, it'd be great if you can get it though. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Exactly. Right. So uh, putting on contests and um, having a specific landing page about, you know, we want to drive this or we really want to build this or doing those kinds of things to get other people to actually engage with your brand. um, That's going to have significant value because it's that social validation for other people to then go, oh, my friend Timmy also liked this, right? So I'm gonna like it as well because I trust Timmy, right? So. So forms of content,
0: they really run the gamut. It's not just, um, as you think, a video, mm-hmm. most people, sorry. Um, a video, a blog, a photo, right. a good story. It's, it is forms, it's, it's hashtags, it's, it's all of those things work together. Reviews, all of it. Well, what, what's the goal of it, right? What do you find to be the most effective forms
1: of content? Um, again, it really depends on the goal. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Uh, what you're trying to do. I, I would say if you're just starting out, um, or if you're really trying to push your content plan, um, the best thing that you could absolutely do is, um, a be realistic, right? What could we generate internally or what could we get an agency to generate, um, for us or a freelancer or whoever that needs to be at the time being. Right. Um, but who, what kind of content is realistic that we could be consistent with because that's okay. the, that's the thing you want to be consistent with your content. Um, the other is how do we mix what we're doing all together, right? So as an example for us, um, our blogs typically relate to the podcast and the topics that we're talking about, right? The only difference is if a listener actually sends us a question and we're like, Oh, oh that's really right. important right now. We need right. to touch it. Uh, but, um, in general, we've put together a content calendar, for the remainder of the year and we think through it and we go, okay, this blog topic matches this type of question that we've had in the past. So we're gonna answer that on the podcast and we're going to post and we're gonna put that podcast in there. So tons of relevant information about that topic or around that topic all in one location for it's easy for the end user as well. So what
0: about, um, touch on these two things for me, cause there can be a lot to it. Is the How important is the amount of content mm-hmm. You know, the, the actual volume of content, whatever that is, whether it's the same thing or a bunch of different things, and value for long term content, maybe define what that is mm-hmm. versus short term content.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So um, I call it evergreen content. Okay. Um, and evergreen content is content that you could push out that's um, not, you know, top five trends of 2020, right? That's not evergreen content. Evergreen right. content would be um, something like, uh, I don't, know, I don't know an example off the top of my head, but but it's, um, you know, how to get started in video advertising. That's going to be evergreen for a little while, right? I um, so mean, it's going to last more than a year. It's five years, ten years down the road. Right. It's still relevant. That's what you right. mean by the evergreen yeah. side of it, right? And, and you're able to find it. It's still relatable to mm-hmm. what's going on. Um, It's also, evergreen content usually is going to be a good entry level into somebody knowing your business, right? So it's those how-tos, it's the this is the explainer type, right? All of those because it gets somebody to go, oh, I didn't really ever know that, right? Like Mm. plumbing as the example, right? right? Why are your pipes underneath your sink curved? I didn't know for a long time why your house will stink if they're not <laughs> exactly right, but but having that that could live forever mm-hmm. right It's not going to change um, gotcha. why you should change your fan direction during certain seasons that's a form of evergreen content. it's not going to change right gotcha. yeah. so um. Those are just examples, but having short-term content, like a prime example of that, everybody, uh, well, not everybody, but there's a large misconception right now that you have to post on social media constantly, like multiple times a day. You have to do it because that's what the algorithm says. In reality, the algorithms are changing constantly, and based on when we're recording this right now, the algorithm for Instagram is not to post a ton you actually get a lot more traffic if you're inconsistent with your posting because it seems more organic and a more you know, genuine kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, and what's the engagement mm-hmm. that's coming off of that? Well, that right?
0: goes to the, then then when you get something from a company, mm-hmm. the value of what you get seems higher because you're not getting it all the time. Right.
1: Okay. All right. That makes sense. So, so that that's a a misconception right now. Mm-hmm. You know, one of the ones that used to go around was because the feed was just who you followed in order, and that's how it was. Well, post six times a day, so then that way you're always in their timeline. Oh, right. No, on. you don't need to do that. The algorithm has changed and been adapted, so. Um, those are difficult things to also keep up with. Well, because they're changing all the time. Constantly,
0: constantly. What about the
1: volume of content? I mean, you're touching on that a little bit, right? Mm-hmm.
0: We don't need to post four times a day. Right. It, the, 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 when you do have something important, it just blended in with everything else. That's how I look at it as a marketer, mm-hmm. right? it's good to in general uh, and really generalizing every specific case may be different but put some things that are informative to your audience that they may engage with and like and enjoy mm-hmm. and then if you sell products you know throw your product in there every once in a while but don't over inundate them with product 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 sale 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 right you know that type of
1: thing because now your offers have no value because your product's not worth the money there's there's a very strategic way to handle that as well so if you think about it most people move through uh, either a typical sales cycle or a typical sales funnel right Um, in almost any industry and so in your top part of your funnel where you have awareness and they've never heard of you before and they've just found out about you having something that is evergreen content, whether that be a blog, whether that be a video, whatever that is, right. right? Whatever format that is, doesn't really matter, but having that evergreen content is good. And as you drill down and get them closer towards, you know, they've interacted, now they've interacted four times, and they filled out a form now, and now we can send them a white paper about more information about our services. Well, now we could reach out and actually have a conversation about integrated marketing strategies, right? right okay, so, so that's great, but how, how do you go about creating that content? Yeah, that's the difficult part. Quality, mm-hmm.
0: speed, how fast it's going to be produced. And my understanding of the way things are shifting right now are it's more important to forego quality a little bit to get the right content out when you need it because we are moving so quickly as a society. And the products we're using to create the content, right, mm-hmm. what we're talking about now, have increased. A lot of times your phone is get great quality for you. You still need to do some things with it, but for the most part, it gets pretty close from where it used to be.
1: Yeah, and, and realistically, you, you touched on one strategy, right, which is to be first to market. Right. Uh, so be the first one to inform the audience um, that, that finds that information relevant, right? Um, so if there was a new advertising platform that came out or a brand new social platform, being the first one to explain it, how it works, all of those things, right? Very, very relevant. However, there is a different audience. There's people that um, are beta users, they're not alpha users, right? Right, Uh, right. And they'll wait till all the bugs are figured out and they will find the person who utilizes it best. So they'll wait till somebody has grown an audience, has proven, uh, you know, proof is in the pudding kind of thing, proven that they can utilize that new social media channel and listen to them as a resource, rather than right, the But, but even then, I mean, how do they go about creating a valuable oh, content? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? So, um, absolutely, whatever's easiest for you, is really what that comes down to. Video's obviously um, a very quick and easy thing nowadays, just because, as you said, phones, right? Mm. Uh, the way phones and cameras have shifted, being able to attach a microphone, put it on a tripod, and even have the bendable tripod, so you can put it literally anywhere. Uh, um, start there. Right. Um, so like when a client comes to us and, and or I'm at a convention or a seminar or wherever um, and somebody comes up to me and they they ask, OK, I want to do like I want to do some content. I've, I've been looking at it. I've been doing some research. I think nobody else is really doing a video series about this or putting this type of information out. How do you think I should do it? Say, go take your iPhone and put it on a track. No, hire an agency. Well, yeah. In an ideal world. Right, right. right. Yeah. Um, but I say, just, just start. Um, start and then be consistent. Because if you don't, um, somebody else will either A, pass you by, or B, I mean, you, you, you just kind of drop off the face of the earth. You do. And, and depending where, how big you are,
0: where your budgets are, how involved you want to be, also, uh, I think some good advice would be, you know. Understand why you want it.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: What's your expectation from it? And if it is, I want my company to see more as an expert. Hire somebody. Hire a good writer mm-hmm. to write that for you. Right. And you can do that without hiring an agency. Right. And then you can go and edit that and make it your own voice. That makes it a little bit easier. Mm-hmm. You know, if you're if you're terrible at social posting, hire somebody to help with that. But if you do love doing that piece of it, just get started and, and utilize other sources as you continue to grow to alleviate your time to make sure that what you're doing is good and you're not just you're
1: not just doing content to do content. It, right. can, it can kill you. Well, it can, and and that's what I even said. So, like, say, say your your budget isn't massive and you're able to only do because of time restraints or what have you. Um, you're only able to do like six videos on a particular topic, right? Or an, mm-hmm. and call it a campaign, if you will, right? Take those and then push them through different ways, right? So now we're going to push them through on social or put them through on an email thing. You can utilize content in multiple different ways. And you also now have created six videos that
0: are maybe substantial right. that you can maybe segment out as well, if you've thought about it that way. Absolutely. Well, now you have six videos that can break into twenty four or thirty six pieces of content right right right, right. okay What? A, what? A, why, are, why are we even talking about this so what What are the benefits of it why, why should we even be going down this path
1: yeah um, in, in my professional opinion what I have right. found right looking at Google Analytics for all of our clients and really looking at that uh, content is one of the easiest ways to get people into your door to know mm. who you are right um, if you're producing content, you're able to reach an audience that you otherwise wouldn't reach, right? Very similar to like advertising, right? Okay. But you're producing it to try to drive people into your business or get to know you with a very, very soft touch by providing them value. Um, and if you're doing that as a company, the the customer on the other end is going to go, oh, they actually care about me. Like they're they're giving me something, right?
0: Yeah, and I liken it to, you know, word of mouth advertising in this day and age is the best you can have. Mm. You now have ways to push that word further through just digital platforms, mm-hmm. right? Whatever those might be. And I think it enhances that word of mouth a little bit, and that's some of the greatest benefit you can get off of it. You, you have content that's shareable mm. that you can put in front of other people, whether that's an offer, and an offer is one thing, but if people find it helpful and valuable, this is why you're. Sink has the curve in it. Joe and I were talking about that the other day. I'm gonna share that with him. Right. Well, now your brand is starting to expand a little bit too, organically, where you're not constantly driving and hitting, like, I gotta tell everybody in the world that I do this so that they come to me. Right. Well, you need help with that. Nobody can do that. You have to have other people talk about it. Coke does it, right? Right. People love Coke. And you'll go in, people have Coca-Cola bathrooms, right? They will go. You need to drink Coke because it's the best soda out there. That's how passionate people are about that brand. Okay, I'll try Coke. They've never even seen a Coke commercial. They probably have. Yeah. But the point is, other people are starting to sell for you because they believe so much in what you're doing, mm-hmm. and that's why we need the content has to be
1: valuable. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, and it, and it really goes back to that: what is, what do you think is valuable? Right. What is, what is somebody? I, I always like to say, what is somebody in your audience going to tell you is valuable, right? Do a split test really quick on Facebook. That's a good point, CNN. actually. Split testing and don't assume you know. Right. Ask them. Yeah, and th- and that's the thing. You you have access to your audience. Every every company does. Right. Just ask and test and see what really what do they really care about? What do they really find valuable? And at that point. You, you know that how to handle that. Probably makes it a little bit easier. Maybe that's where you start, right? Absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. Yeah, eighty a- percent research, twenty percent action. Yeah, All right, there you go. <laughs> so, awesome. Um, any other benefits that you can really think of?
0: You know, it. it I think it makes you relatable. I, I also think it shows you have stake in the game. That you're not just committed to. You know. Uh, sell product, make money, right? Mm. You're committed to trying to help. Um, You're a company that's going to be around. We're talking on the business side of it, right? Mm. Um, it, It shows that if you go work with this company, and we'll use that as the example, they're gonna be around for 20, 30, 40 years, and if they're working with them one year, are they gonna be there two years later? And people who are jumping on the content bandwagon a lot of times, it's running out of their house type of thing, right? Mm-hmm. Doesn't mean that doesn't have value, but it's harder to trust that type of thing. Mm-hmm. So that that's where, for me, content becomes very valuable as a as a company. So yeah,
1: that makes sense. Yeah. Well, we'd love to hear from you guys as well. Um, definitely send us an email, agency at theglintstandard com if you have any questions. Uh, but we'd also love to hear what you guys see as valuable. Um, we'd love to get your feedback. From our own audience. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) Are these
0: podcasts and vidcasts, are they valuable? Um, Do we need to be doing something different? Um, Maybe hard to hear sometimes. Maybe we're doing a great job, but it is good to hear about those things. And we have heard some really good things. So, Mm -hmm.
1: yeah, getting feedback is important. So drop us a line, either comment on the video below, or just shoot us an email, agency at theglintstandard.com. Thanks. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Glint Standard featuring Glint Advertising in the Dallas-Fort Worth area. Don't forget to submit your questions on our social media pages or email us at agency at theglintstandard.com.